Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Welcome to Coach the Coach, helping business coaches deliver more impact in less time. Broadcasting live on the High Velocity Radio Show and the Business Radio X Network. If you're a business coach and want to help more people make more money and own your backyard, go to brxteam.com. Lee, you are thoroughly going to enjoy this. This guy has specialized knowledge and specific experience with an organization, a, uh, uh, a discipline, a methodology that you've been telling me a little bit about. So I'm anxious to hear all about that in the context of this conversation. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast marketing and business coach, Mr. Dan Warhide. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Well, Dan, before we get too far into things, can you talk about your practice? How are you serving folks? Uh, yeah, well, so I'm not sure specifically where, where you want to go with that, but um, I am a story brand certified guide, and and I help people just clarify their messaging so that they can communicate with more people um, in a more authentic way. Now, StoryBrand, is that one of the tools you use as a marketing coach, or is that pretty much what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? So that's what I do on a day-to-day basis. The StoryBrand provides me the tools necessary to facilitate that process, but it really comes from having genuine conversations with business owners. Now, before you got involved with StoryBrand, how were you going to market? Well, so before I got involved with StoryBrand, I was uh, actually, I came from the military community. I I served in the military until April of last year. So you were in the military and um, you uh, left the military and began civilian life and you decided to get involved in marketing? Did the military prepare you for that? How, How did that work? Well, that's a great question. I think it's, well, I personally think it's an interesting story and I'll try and keep it brief. But uh, before joining the military, I really had this feeling of searching for something more. Um, And eventually that led me to to landing in the military. I served in the intelligence community for the Army. Uh, And through through my career, I found that I enjoyed the analysis work, problem solving, but I wasn't really fascinated with the work itself. Um, In 2007, I became a victim advocate uh, for survivors of sexual assault, and I really found that I was passionate about mentoring folks and and enabling others to speak up and stand out on their own. Um, And and to keep it short, like I said, I, I think the mentoring component leads me to coaching others. And then the story brand community came along as a result of, of being part of Ramsey Solutions Financial Coaching. And I was initially looking for ways to better market myself as I prepared to exit the military and take in new business as um, a transition into something new and follow in with my passions of, of teaching others. Uh, the story brand component fit in quite well, and, and I took a liking to it and decided to pursue it. So now, as a coach, I, I really enjoy having conversations with people and learning about what they do, helping them solve those problems. And um, the, the skill sets that I learned in the military regarding analysis and reporting 
helped me, I believe, put those messages together. And then the framework that StoryBrand provides makes it easy and repeatable. Now, how does the transition go when you're working with a potential client and um, your background is not super businessy? It's there's a military component. There's a certified story brand, you know, credential, mm -hmm. but it's not like kind of uh, some of the coaches we work with or have interviewed is, you know, 10 or 20 years of I worked at a company or I had, you know, absolutely intimate business knowledge for a long period of time. So how do you get uh, through that? Well, I, I think there's two components here. Um, one of them, I'll back up. Prior to the military, uh, and I'll throw out that I didn't join the Army until I was 26 years old. Part of me searching was experiencing different industries. I worked um, in a variety of services and capacities. So everything from I was an industrial pump mechanic at one point. I ran a, I ran a large electrical company's warehouse for a while. And then I moved into, just before joining the Army, um, corporate customer relations for Canon USA. So I had a bit of exposure and a variety of experience prior to the military. But then the second component is what a lot of people are still are still coming to realize, I think, that the military provides a lot more than just training and a skill set. Um, there's a leadership component. There are you know, several aspects that lead people to have the experience um, that that I think businesses can benefit from and need in some cases. So I think problem solving is one of the biggest components, at least related to my particular skill set, analysis and problem solving. Um, I can apply that to just about any use case and, and come to reasonable conclusions. The other piece is the coaching aspect. And so I guess there's a third component that allows what I believe to be a good conversation and an effective use of, of all of the combined skills. And that is the ability to have those conversations with people, you know, the, the mentorship component, digging in, understanding from an outside perspective. So the benefit here is that as a coach, I'm not close to your product and service. Um, and from that, I want to understand what it is you're offering. And that helps me dig in and, and develop those messages. And then because uh, of that, you're, you're kind of forcing me to have more clarity in my message because you may not understand it obviously as, as much as I do. And that's one of the, the kind of the benefits of a story brand is helping articulate the messaging in a clear way that anybody understands or the right people understand. Yeah, absolutely. I think from an outside perspective, that not, if I don't have an understanding of your product and service at, at the, at the core level, like you would, then, then yes, it allows me to have a conversation with you and, and help, figure out what it is that you're really offering. And, and then we turn that into a message that will potentially resonate. The idea is that it will resonate with your audience. Now you mentioned or the, in the average person, I mean, right. It doesn't have to be your audience. Right. And that's, Sorry, and that's, and that's the uh, disconnect. Most uh, business people make they're so far into their business. They're using shortcuts and slang and, and they're making leaps that, a lay person who isn't as familiar just gets confused and they move on. Yeah, absolutely. Lee. So I, I just had a conversation yesterday and uh, it was surrounding the IT industry and the SaaS service providers specifically. So software as a solution. 
and a lot of these guys that, that we're working with here in the area, they're, they're really good and really smart about what they do. I mean, I'm impressed all the time by the, by the things that they're working on, the, the products and, and software that they're building as solutions. But when you talk to them about it, um, they tend to talk way over my head. Um, and so just being able to break that down in an, in an easily understandable way for purchasers, because the fact is that people purchasing those things are, are people and they might not have the PhD in aeronautics or whatever it may be, but they still can benefit from what you're offering. If we can communicate what it is that you're offering in a way that they understand. Now, uh, you mentioned early on that you uh... At first, you got involved with the Ramsey folks. Uh, how did they get onto your radar? Um, it was, so that's a great question, too. Back in around 2011, um, I was stationed in Wiesbaden, Germany, and I was working with a, a great chaplain there. I had, I had participated prior to that in what they call Financial Peace University, which is it's an, it's an education series um, facilitated usually at a local church. There's other programs offerings as well, uh, but they, they teach a group of people. They walk you through a series of videos that Dave talks about how to manage your personal finances. And I really liked it. I was struggling at the time, you know, being military and uh, had a young family. And going back to 2011, when I moved to Wiesbaden, I linked up with a great chaplain in the army who wanted some help facilitating one of those financial peace courses. And in that time, we started talking and, and thought about some great ways that we could continue that message and continue to teach people at a deeper level. We were getting ready for deployment to Afghanistan as, a, as an organization, and he wanted to really be able to dig in a little bit more and, and just offer something more for people. So they, they actually sent me to Ramsey Solutions. At the time, it was financial counselor training, um, and I started with that, delivering you know, personal financial coaching to other members of the military, other, other uh, civilian service members for the DOD, Department of Defense, and uh, their spouses. And I, I found it aligned well, like I said before, with, with my desire to teach and mentor others. Uh, and ultimately, as I prepared to exit the military, I, I went back to what they now call a financial coach master training and and became a Ramsey Solutions master financial coach as a as a way to produce some additional side income at the time. And, and then, of course, that's where it leads me into learning how to market myself in that business. I ran into the, the story brand framework. Um, it was an introduction. There's a relationship between... Donald Miller and Dave Ramsey between story brand and solutions. And they were, they were briefly overviewing the framework for us as a group of coaches so that we could learn how to better market ourselves. Does that make sense? Yeah. It all, uh, it's it, when you kind of, um, recap it, it seems like a logical progression or like an organic progression, but I'm sure at the time they were very different things, right? Absolutely. And I'll tell you, it was a scary thing to do. But what I realized as a financial coach is that I don't have, um, there's some skill sets that I'm still lacking and I'm working to develop more of. I'm, I'm good at having conversations and I'm great with the message development. I'm not great at web design. I'm not great at 
you know, graphic design. And so, and I'm intimidated by creating an online course that is my own content, honestly. Um, and as a financial coach, it takes quite a few clients to produce an income equivalent to what I was making in the, in the army. And I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of simplicity and clarity and the simpler it is, the, the more common sense relatability it has. I'm interested And story brand came along as a great way to help me communicate about what I was offering. And then you said it, the logical next step was for me to take a look at, at how I might be able to do something a little bit more that was a little bit more productive. So I can still work with, you know, uh, I still have the same amount of work or even more to do, but I don't have to pursue as many clients and onboarding new clients each week in order to achieve that. Um, so from a financial perspective and a, and a passion perspective, it aligned even more with what I was trying to do as I prepared to leave the military. Now, in the story brand world and in your own story, it sounds like um, a why is an important component. You know, that's the, the big motivating reason to get up in the morning. That's why your clients do mm -hmm. the work. How do you help them kind of find their why? And then how did you find your why? Well, man, those are great questions. Uh, and so I'll start with, uh, with, with how I help them find their why. And, and it really comes back to just having organic and genuine conversations with people. So um, finding out who they are, what, what, what got them into business to begin with, or, you know, maybe they're not the, the founder and, and that's okay, but sitting down with them and just understanding why it is that they're passionate about what they do or, or helping them realign with those passions even. Um, I, I, and then we start digging in. Now we don't always get into their original why, but we do try and find what it is that's leading them where they are right now. Um, one of the things I recommend and, and I'm, I'll talk about it. I'll remind me if I forget, but I'll come back to it in a second. I, I, I'll come this year, January, as a matter of fact. So I told you I transitioned from the Army in April. Last year was a little slow in productivity, um, and part of it was because I was still searching. I'd left the military and gone back to that searching aspect of my life, and I hadn't quite figured out my why. Well, January this year, you know, you see everybody publishing on social media about their goals or their New Year's resolutions. And for this this year, for some reason, the word of the year stood out to me. And it didn't didn't quite stand out to me right away. Initially, I, I was like, eh, whatever. Um, but I had a conversation with a mentor of mine who said, Dan, one of the best things that you've been able to do for me through another um, I, I host a startup grind event once a month here in Northern Virginia. And in that interview process with him, he, he pointed out to me that the best thing he took away from that was that I created an environment where he was able to share his story and felt the most genuine he had in any interview process or any conversation about his business and his story that he had in a while. And so it stood out to me that authenticity was my word for the year. And since then, I've been pursuing more of my why. And the best thing I found to help with that was Simon Sinek's Why Discovery course online. So then you went through that program as well? I, I did go through. It's an it's an online program. Um, 
you, you go through the first part of, of reflecting. It's a lot of self-reflection, going through stories of your life. The second component, I sit down with a, a, a friend, acquaintance, um, who, who I can share those stories with, and they help you to identify themes. And what, we, what we've come to, and, and I'm not completely finished with it, but I feel like it aligns pretty well, is that uh, my, my why is really about helping people establish relationships um, and building community. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Coach the Coach, helping business coaches deliver more impact in less time. If you're a business coach and want to help more people make more money and own your backyard, go to brxteam.com. Dan, this is Stone Payton here on the Business Radio X side of things. I love this idea of word of the year. Um, I think mine has become coachable. I'm not out in the marketplace uh, as you are as a coach, but I do find myself wearing that hat here internally. We have nine studio partners, well, I guess eight others uh, besides us, and we're continuing to grow and we want to expand, uh, including in Virginia, in your neck of the woods. So we'll take all the help we can get out there. But but I will say um, I do find even in the group of you know eight or so people that I'm coaching in that regard – and a handful of clients that I guess I'm sort of coaching out of the Atlanta Sandy Springs studio. I, just to be perfectly candid with you, I find that some of them are more coachable than others. And so I have a two-part question. Uh, a, have you figured out how to identify early uh, if or how coachable a person might be? And have you come across any set of strategies, tactics, techniques that might help you help someone become more coachable? Oh, wow. Those are great questions. And first of all, I have to say, I love your word that being coachable is, um, well, I, I, everything I'm about, you know, having, having the ability to recognize that I don't have everything I need to succeed on my own and being open to input from other people is I think an absolute necessity. So I'll do my best to answer your questions. And in, in, in the first part, identifying whether someone is coachable, I think it just starts with asking good questions. Um, simple, simple things like, what led you to searching for a solution today? You know, and, and they'll tell you what they're, what they're looking for at that point. They'll tell you um, how willing they are to get engaged. And, and I think you can hear from their responses at least I feel like I can hear from the responses. If it's someone that that's really driven to do more and, and knows that an outside resource can help them accomplish that the best. And I think those are the people that are going to be most coachable. Um, and, and the second part of your question, I, I don't know that I have a clear answer. I haven't, haven't developed any systems or processes to, to refine that. Well, that actually makes me feel a little bit better. <laughs> but if you do, uh, pl please share it with me. And I don't want to paint this dismal picture. I, I so thoroughly enjoy sh uh, trying to help these folks discover their own path and find a way to truly leverage our platform in their own way and and then, you know, be able to share with them some of what, you know, we feel like has helped us and, you know, maybe, maybe a, some of our scar tissue over the last 10 or 12 years. 
can shorten the lear- learning curve for them. But but I do experience that dynamic, and I think I hear you saying you've come across it as well. Some folks are just a little more coachable than others, and maybe a, a real key to, to figuring that out early on is to think through some of those early conversations and those questions, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Being able to, to identify, I mean, it's just a following a, a simple sales process, and it starts with asking good questions, finding out how, how driven they are to, to take action now, what led them to you in the first place, and, and starting with um, open-ended questions, good questions, and finding out who they are. And absolutely, <laughs> you, you hit it on the head. It's much easier to work with people who are willing to listen and are coachable. Um, and if they're not willing to listen, then, then you know it's going to be harder to work with them. And, and then you just have to make a decision. I prefer to, of course, work with people who are, who are open and honest about where they are uh, and, and open to other resources. Now, Dan, how did, um, how does the military handle that? Like, uh, it, because anybody that goes through there, they're coachable, right? <laughs> Whether they are or not. Like you, you can't would, opt out, yeah, right? So, so it, if, that's a, if you're if you're accepted into the military, uh, absolutely, you are considered coachable. And um, if, if not, then you're weeded out. And, and I mean, I guess that sounds bad, but um, ultimately, you, you reveal yourself at some point, and it causes friction to the point that people are getting in trouble. Um, you know, the Uniform Code of Military Justice has ways of, of helping people exit the military earlier than planned when, when they're not coachable. Um, but we have several models in the military that, that make it, I can speak for the Army. Um, so the Army has a program called the Master Resilience Program, Master Resilience Training Program, and it teaches people how to have better conversations in the workplace teaches them how to manage day-to-day stress um, and even manage, you know, situations that are uncommon for, for most people. Um, You know, there's a lot of high stress environments in the military and you've got to be able to stand on the, on the starting line and, and march forward at the word go. Right. So Mm -hmm. we, we give people the tools necessary. We teach them the tools necessary to, to move forward in those situations. And, and then to be able to practice some self-care along the way. Now, for you, now that you're um, in the civilian world, are you finding, or do you get frustrated with people maybe that aren't as committed as you think they should be? Is that a challenge for you? Uh, because when you're in the Man. military, people <laughs> tend to be kind of motivated and you know ready to take the hill. Um, and then in civilian world there's people there you know the it waxes and wanes their motivation depending on you know it could be anything that could be rainy out and they could call it you know <laughs> yeah no i i absolutely uh, i i try and align myself with people who are intrinsically motivated uh versus externally motivated because it is harder to work with or engage with people who are looking for their own rewards externally. Um, you know, if there's something that's driving them, I find that I, I align well with them and it's just easier to have conversations and enjoy being around them. Um, so there, there are certainly, um, distinct differences between the people I've worked with in the military and then being in the civilian world. 
Um, but it, I think it really is more about who you align yourself with. Now, in your coaching, I know you're relatively new in this part of coaching for StoryBrand, but have you kind of found your tribe? Are there certain groups or niches that you serve or you would like to serve? Absolutely. Um, so leading in from my experiences, one, I'm, I'm, um, I'm a huge supporter of the veteran community. And so if there's veterans in business um, who, who are struggling with how, how to best communicate and connect with their audiences, I want to work with them. Um, I think there's a bigger thing here, and it leads to the second group of people that I want to work with, and it's women in business. I think today's challenges in the workplace, you know, if you look at the news, you'll see them. Um, there, there are not enough people who are, one, willing to advocate and empower women in business to be who, who they can be and be their most authentic selves. You know, I think people are afraid to say anything in the workplace from both perspectives. Well, maybe you're afraid is the wrong word. I don't want to. I don't want to upset anybody. I, they're not afraid, but I don't think there's enough advocates for women in the workplace. And I believe in empowering women. I grew up with a single mother who struggled and had someone been there for her. Um, I think, I think she could have fulfilled her true potential much easier than, than what I saw her go through. Uh, and then as a, as an advocate for uh, survivors of sexual assault and, and modeling harassment prevention in the workplace. Uh, I, I just feel like I align well there. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Now, in your practice, are you spending your time coaching in person? Or is, I, I mean, I would imagine your clients can come from anywhere on the planet, but maybe you're working in the area that you live. Um, how, does, how does your practice evolve so far? Well, right now it's a, a little bit of both. I do have the capacity to to work with clients remotely, um, and we do. You know, we start off with just just a, a phone call. You know, ident- walking through those conversations, and then that transitions into online uh, communications, video video conferencing. Um, although, I think there's also tremendous value in being able to sit with somebody face to face in person. Um, I, I'm I'm happy to work with people either way. Now, uh, before we wrap, can you share an actionable piece of advice for maybe that new coach, maybe somebody that's in the same situation you were, where you were deciding which group to affiliate with, how to choose the right um, kind of partner in your career and as a coach? Can you uh, share some of your thinking of how you landed with StoryBrand and, and how you landed with the Ramsey folks? Yeah, um I, so I'll go back to the searching component. If you find yourself in, in a position where you just don't feel fulfilled, don't sit idly and, and let life go by you. Take initiative to start looking at, at different opportunities, different things, different tools, different people to, to listen to. So uh, as a, an example, I love Michael Hyatt. I like listening to Donald Miller stuff. I listen to Entree Leadership's programs all the time from Ramsey Solutions. Um, I, I just searched in, until I found something that I aligned with and pursued it. And it's led me to transitions that I wouldn't have never expected several years back. 
And then, and you got to kiss some frogs, right? Like you can't, you didn't just <laughs> land on these guys right at go. You had to try different uh-huh. things until you found the ones that resonated and aligned with yourself philosophically, right? Absolutely. Well, I, and, you know, I told you, I, I was an analyst in the military and, you know, I kept going back to that work and um, while I was in the military, I, I mean, I guess I didn't have much choice, but I kept going back and just felt unfulfilled. And so I kept pursuing more until I found those things that aligned with who who I felt like I wanted to be until I figured out who I wanted to be. Good stuff. Well, Dan, thank you so much for sharing your story today. It was, uh, and best of luck. It sounds like you're on the right track and you feel like you are aligned at this point. Absolutely. Well, Lee, I appreciate you having me. Um, it's been, it's been fun. And if somebody wanted to learn more and have a more substantive conversation with you, uh, what's the website, what's the coordinates to get hold of you? Absolutely. So it's www.coachdamw.com. I try to make it simple because most people can't pronounce my last name when they look at it. Um, and you know, as I said before, I'm about simplicity. So <laughs> Good stuff. That's coachdanw.com for more information. Thank you, Dan, again for sharing your story. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. This is Lee Cantor for Stone Payton. We will see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. 